Well, God bless you today, and thanks for being with us. I thank God for those of you who are listening today, for those of you who who have a desire um, to know what the Lord has to say. Let's start out by uh, repeating the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Thanks for praying with me this morning. In the book of 1 Kings, chapter 19, beginning at the first verse, it reads, Now Ahab told Jezebel everything Elijah had done, and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah to say, May the gods deal with me, be it ever so severely, if by this time tomorrow I do not make your life that of one of them. Well, Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. When he came to Bersheba in Judah, he left his servant there, while he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. He came to a broom bush, sat down under it, and prayed that he might die. I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the bush and fell asleep. All at once an angel touched him and said, Get up and eat. He looked around, and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. He ate and drank, then lay down again. The angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, Get up and eat, for the journey is too much for you. So he got up and ate and drank. Strengthened by that food, he traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached Horeb, the mountain of God. And verse 9 says, There he went into a cave and spent the night. May God bless us for the reading of his word. Have you ever felt that a situation, task, problem, burden was too much? Was there ever a sickness, loss of a loved one, loss of a job? Have you ever had the feeling that your journey was more than you could handle? Well, this is a continuation of last week's message. Does God have your attention? As you know, we have many issues to deal with today. We have our own personal issues. We have family issues. Many have financial issues, health issues. Many are struggling with stress and anxiety and the effects of this pandemic. In addition to the injustices and sins that, that, we, that have been ignored, swept under the, the carpet and tolerated, this world is witnessing one of Satan's busiest seasons. There is so much unrest in the world today. So there are a few additional things competing for our attention. But in the midst of all that's going on in this world, in the midst of what's going on in our personal, professional, and social lives, in the midst of all the politics and hypocrisy, the misleading and misjudging, in the midst of everything that's wrong and needs 
to be changed, needs to be made right. God is still on the throne. He's still in control and he's still speaking. Most importantly, he desires your attention. Michael Jackson sang a song that said, I'm going to make a change for once in my life. I'm going to feel real good, going to make a difference, going to make it right. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. And no message could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and then make a change. Change begins with you and me. Why? We are the salt and the light. So as ambassadors for God, we are the examples for this world to see. God is speaking to the man and the woman in the mirror. He provokes us to love and to do good works. His word provokes change. Someone quoted, we need to understand what's going on without conforming to it in order to know what to correct. So if you're on that narrow path today that few will find, you can expect to be persecuted. You can expect to be disliked. If you refuse to go along with the crowd and you stand for God's truth, expect to be criticized. Anyway, it's not our job to please people. We are to please God. Expect to be reviled. Expect to be slandered. But the good news today is that Jesus is coming back. In the book of St. Matthew, chapter 24, beginning at verse 3, it reads, as Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen? What will happen? What will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Jesus answered, watch out that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. But see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen. But the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation. And kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. And you will be hated by all nations because of me. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Once again, may God bless us for the reading of his word. Are you standing firm? Are you standing firm in your faith? Are you standing firm in God's word? Someone said to G. Campbell Morgan, the preacher must catch the spirit of the age. Immediately, this great preacher answered, God forgive the preacher who does that. The preacher's business is to correct 
the spirit of the age. That is our job as believers. Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, silence in the face of evil is itself evil. God will not hold us guiltless. Not to speak is to speak, not to act is to act. Abraham Lincoln said, house divided cannot stand. That applies to our homes, our place of business, our government, and whatever church we belong to. I pray that the man in the mirror would pause and seriously consider these questions today. Is your love genuine? Is it for real? Is it full-time? Is it part-time? Are you aware of any blind sides? Is it for some but not for others? Do you have a godly love? If we choose to be diverse, we must choose not to be divided. And that requires work. That requires love. What do you think of others? Others who are different from you, don't look like you, don't act like you, don't, don't speak like you. How do you treat others? Are you patient? Are you kind? Do you envy? Do you boast? Are you proud? Are you rude? Are you self-seeking? Are you easily angered? Do you keep records of other people's wrongs? Do you delight? Do you want evil? Or do you rejoice in truth? Love always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. Love never fails. In the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 13, verses 1 through 3, it says, If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and surrender my body to the flames, but have not love, I gain nothing. I hurt the most when lost, yet also when not had at all. I'm sometimes the hardest to express, but the easiest to ignore. I can be given to many or just one. What am I? What am I? When we look in the mirror, we see our own reflection, but God sees so much more. He sees our intentions, our motives, and our heart. He knows everything about us. God needs our attention concerning his love today. Are you seeing the divide that's been happening in our country? People are being criticized for saying Black Lives Matter. Other people are being criticized for saying all lives matter. But if we don't have love, the 
Bible says we are nothing. Matthew 22 and 7 says, Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the 39th verse says, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you love someone, they have your attention. You will acknowledge them. You will listen to them. In the book of 1 Kings chapter 13, there is, there is an account of two prophets. And I hope you read this, this story in your leisure time. God gave the first prophet very clear instructions. He told him what not to do. While he was on this journey, the Lord said, do not eat or drink anything. And told him not to return the same way he came. I hope you read this story. 1 Kings chapter 13. Along comes an older prophet who says, I too am a prophet. The angel and an angel of the Lord said to me, by the word of the Lord, come to my house, eat bread and drink water. But this prophet was lying. And since this young prophet failed to listen to God and took the word of the older prophet, he was killed by a lion. I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm saying it out of love and concern. God wants your attention. Make sure you listen to his voice. Follow his instructions. No matter what anyone else says, obedience is better than sacrifice. This is a sensitive time in our world, but God needs people who are willing to do his will, his way. God needs people who are willing to stand on his word. God needs people who are willing to be peacemakers. God needs people are willing to exercise and demonstrate his love. Does God have your attention today? Does God have your attention today? Father in heaven, we pray for love. Because when love is present, there will be patience and kindness. Where there is love, people will not be easily angered, nor will they be rude. Where there is love, stereotypes and misunderstandings can be demolished. Where there is love, communication will not fail. Lord, we pray for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Give us our assignments today. And if there is anything in us that stains our love, if there's anything that should not be, if there's anything that's not of you or like you, forgive us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Lord, we pray that your will will be done in us and through us as your love unites us. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you today.